what do Al Capone, Jesse Smollett, Chicago Blackhawks GM Stan Bowman, and the NHL lottery system have in common? Simple. You have enough dirty backdoor money, you'll get the results you want. Also, Netflix. How do they make any money? We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. All right, everybody, welcome back. Top five for fighting, episode number six. Hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Six already. Number six. Wow. I'm doing good. Wait a minute. Is, it, is this six or is this set five? Or is this seven? You're having so much fun, Hell, you lost knows? count? I've been drunk for two months. Who Jesus gives a shit? Christ. Two, back off on the cider, buddy. We're going to mix up some wit with ignorance. It's vodka today, my friend. We're going to mix some wit with ignorance here for you guys. We've got a couple things to talk about. We're going to start off on a real short Game of Thrones discussion. I am season six, episode nine. I got 11 episodes. I got 72 hours to get 11 more episodes in. Well done. Proud of you. You can do it. We binge. got three days. Talk to you Sunday night. Binge, 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 binge of epic proportions. Get- uh, I'm enjoying the show. A few minor issues. Not going to worry about it. Yep. Um, uh, it's, it's extremely well done. It is what people are talking about. Uh I hate it when the dogs die. The dire wolves make me cry. Hey, John Wick got a trilogy out of it. Right. You don't mess with a man's dog. Don't mess with a man's dog, Because he will kill everybody involved. Speaking of killing everybody involved, let's talk NHL draft lottery. Yes, because I've been ready to kill everyone in the front office of the NHL over this bullshit lottery system. I'm going to set you up, Mike. Let's and then talk I'm gonna, about it. I'm going to lobby a grapefruit, and then you can hit it with that size uh, yeah. 86-inch bat. Yeah, get it. The... Draft lottery and the NBA draft lottery and the NHL draft lottery uh, are, in my opinion, they're a joke. The worst team should get the first pick. That's how you could. That's how you take care of parity. I do love that this is taken care of Congress style behind closed doors, so that they can just tell us what happened. There's your softball, my friend. At least the NBA has the courtesy to let you watch the ping pong balls get dropped. Or shot out of a cheerleader. I don't know. However, they'd handle their ping pong balls in the in the NBA. At least you get to see it happen. Well, a large part of that is because TNT only has so many episodes of the closer that they can show they play on repeat. My God, I mean, so here's what happened. I'm all excited about the NHL lottery because I'm a Detroit fan. I have nothing else to root for. So it gets up to the thing, and then first thing they do is they give us 30 minutes of playoff recap. So now you're showing your target audience a team, a fan base that, you know, people that are watching that have a team that aren't in the playoffs, and you're just going to rub in our faces all of the teams that are in the playoffs. First of all, screw you, NHL. Second of all, you make us wait 35 minutes, and then you just come out with a stack of cards. Here's the, here's the order. Like, wait, what? So you just did this? WWE style? Did Vince McMahon run this behind the scenes and just figure out, hey, this is what we're going to do? Which one of these teams is Lori Laughlin a fan of? Because that's how we'll know where they rank and where their ball came out. 
that bitch lives in Chicago, apparently, because Chicago somehow, mythically, went from having the 12th pick, and then they won this, air quotes, lottery, and now they're picking third. Yeah, I wrote I wrote a lot of this stuff down before the show here. The Blackhawks finished 20th overall out of 31 teams, and they're drafting third. No, I'm not a math major, but that means Chicago had 11 teams worse than them. Yes, 11. 11. Double digits. And they get to draft third. And they get to draft third. Oh, but they're the second biggest market in hockey. Yeah. Uh-oh. Gee, I wonder what happened there. Simple. Yeah. Gary Bettman. Yeah. yeah Behind I the agree. scenes, no integrity whatsoever. It's bullshit. So what do you think the largest hockey market is in the United States? I mean, I'm willing to bet it's New York. It is New York. Oh, oh look what? at that. Oh, Who? the Devils are number one and the Rangers are number two. Now, the Devils, I can't even crap on too much because they finished almost at the bottom. They finished 29th. They did. Out of 31. I'm okay with New Jersey drafting where they're drafting because they were darn near there. Now, they shouldn't have been drafting first. Ottawa should have been, but there was a trade with Colorado, blah, 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 whatever. It should have been Ottawa, L.A., New Jersey, Detroit. Should have been based on, now, this is the first time you're ever going to hear me say this, the NFL gets it right over the NHL. They do it the right way. Worst team drafts in that particular order. End of story. But that brings into play tanking. The word no athlete, no actual fan of sports ever wants to hear because it's a horrible look for the league. It gets talked about for the last month. Should they tank? Shouldn't they tank? As a fan, as a if you're an athlete, if you've ever played a sport, if you put your cleats, your skates, your whatever on. Your cup. Your cup. You'd never put that equipment on to take a field with the intention of losing, and that's what tanking is, and I hate it. I can't stand it. So, Do you remember when you were a kid and we were in school and we used to say ain't, and the teacher would go, that's not a real word. In my, in my world, NHL and NBA draft lottery is not a real word. It's a, it's a, made, it's a fucking land of make-believe. It is, but at least, the, like I said, at least the NBA lets you see the drawing. They, they let you see it legitimately happen. I hate it. Like we said, we both agree there should be no lottery when it comes to drafting. It, it, it's, it should be order of worst to first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this real quick because I don't know off the top of my head. How many rounds in the NHL draft? Uh, too many to count. A lot, right? They, it, it's on for like three days. It's yes. three days. Because they purposely are in – they're drafting all of these super young kids, but they're still either going to stay in college or they're going to play in like third or fourth level tier minor leagues and work their way up. So it's a lot like Major League Baseball where there's like 17, 19, 20 rounds. Not that many, but Not it's similar, many. yes. Okay. In the NBA, the NBA draft has two rounds. Two. Because they feel that, it, first of all, you only have 12 players on a pro team. Yeah, it's, 12, it's very 11 small. Eleven or twelve, it's it's somewhere in there. So right. you don't you don't have a lot of slots uh, to begin with. Uh, but hockey, you've got twenty five, twenty four, somewhere in there. And then so it you goes have, up. You yeah. have more room. Right. So in the NBA, they say half of the people that get drafted in the second round aren't even really worth it. How many of these players that are coming out in the draft are legitimate? I'm going to be starting for my NHL team next year. Let's let's take the top five picks. How many of, of those players are going to be a, a ball level? Um, with teams other than Detroit, and I'll explain that in a minute. Those guys are, are going to play. They're going to play. Yes, the, the 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 first. I think the first big major portion of the first round, those kids are going to make an impact. Not all, 
but most. So it's so it's a slam bang. If you get if you draft in the top five, you're getting somebody that's going to make a difference next year. Jack Hughes is going to New Jersey, and he is going to play next year in New Jersey, okay, without about, a doubt. What about the next ten players? Are they going to start in the NHL next year? Maybe, maybe not. More than likely. More than likely. It's a high probability with the first ten players. Those guys, again, and Detroit loves to do this, whoever they draft will probably go down into the minor leagues for way too long. But most competent GMs that are drafting these kids in the NHL, those guys are going to play right away. Okay. In Outside the, of the first 10 to 15, it's it, it, it's hit or miss. So if you had to give the number one draft pick in the hockey draft a 100% rating and you draw, you scaled them down talent-wise from there, what's the difference? What's the number rating for you between number one and number eight? You'd probably go from, I'd say, to 100 to 80. 100 r- to 80? 100 to 80, roughly. So you, got, so you get 20% better player. Yeah. Okay. So again, this lottery, in my opinion, is bullshit. Because if you're the worst team, you should get the best player. I, that's that's how parity. Or at works. least have that's how parity works. Or at least have the opportunity to choose the best player. And yeah. if you you screw that up, that's yeah. on you. And there's teams that do do that. Yeah, do do. Do do. Um, I I I don't like how that went down. I don't like the lottery. I I feel like if you have a commissioner of a league that's not smart enough to recognize tanking, let's just go ahead and fire him. Of course, you know he's only got two labor union disputes, strikes under his belt, and um. Oh wait, no, he's good at he's good at what he does. He's he's really he's okay. okay. The only thing that Gary Bettman has going for him is the league has grown every year. Its popularity, its TV ratings, the league has has done. Very well compared to whatever the biggest joke was. Yeah, but that's the NHL. They're the fourth most pop, fourth most popular sport. The NHL has grown every year. The playoffs. The, it seems like the viewership goes up every single year. Gary Bettman is horrible as a GM, and I think the biggest GM or commissioner. Or com, I'm sorry, commissioner. No, no, See, good. I don't even recognize him as a commissioner. Well, you shouldn't because he's a tur- he's a total nugget. douchebag. And if you think Roger Goodell gets booed out of the building. Watch Gary Bettman walk that red carpet to award the Stanley Cup to the winning team. The fans in that building, as excited they are, they boo the shit out of this troll until he gives the cup to their team, and then they lose their minds and go nuts. There was something interesting that I stumbled upon this week, and I wanted to share it with you to get rid of tanking. There's no perfect way to do this. Adam Oates, you're you're familiar with Adam Oates and who he is, right? Hall of Fame player. he's, He's a professional NASCAR driver. Shut up. Um, well, anyway, he supports this idea, and it was created by this guy named Adam Gold, so it's referred to as the Gold Plan. What that means is, let's say you have a team like New Jersey, and they're eliminated mathematically from contention on March 1st. Okay, From March 1st going forward to the end of the season, every win that New Jersey gets, or every team that's eliminated, every win they get, you accumulate points. Whatever team has the most points out of that pool of eliminated teams gets the highest pick, so forth, and then in, in order from points most to last. Is it perfect? No. Would it eliminate tanking? Absolutely. Um, there's no perfect scenario, but I think it's a good way to do this. Um, it's, like I said, nobody wants to ever see tanking in any sport under any circumstance because it tarnishes the integrity of the game. I hate it. I hate the thought of it. When I read this, I'm like thinking to myself, this is a pretty damn good plan Bettman's not smart enough to even look into this, so it's never going to happen. But as a hockey fan, I think it's brilliant. I think I think your plan is better than the lottery, but I will say I'll give it a thumbs down just simply because of what if you're a team that um, you lose your goalie for some reason uh, for eight weeks, 
you know, whatever, MCL tear or something. And let's face it, most starting goalies are significantly better than the backup goalies on their team. Or if you're if you're Steven Stamkos or if you're, you know, you're, you're LeCavier or you're uh, uh, Sidney Crosby or whoever, go down, your team is a complete different team. Yes, one player doesn't make a team, but your star does. And you're out at that point, and then he comes back to play the second half of the season and you're on fire. Now you get the number one pick. But you don't need the number one pick because you just had a run of bad luck. I I, I feel it's got to be. A, I I I, it, I see lot, where you're going with lot, this. The and I have the answer. Yeah, I, yeah. I see where you're going with this, and it makes sense. But the nice thing about this plan that I read towards the bottom half of it was, again, New Jersey gets eliminated. Let's say March first. Okay, you have a team like Chicago. Damn near made a huge run at the end of the season and almost made the playoffs after a horrific start. Yeah, they almost pulled the Blues. But and I think th- if the Blues hadn't been as hot as they were, Chicago would have made it. Um, that's, you know, and Richard made this point last week. Their goalie was playing out of his goddamn mind. On Fuego. And it's awesome to see. Just like when Quick did when the LA Kings won the Stanley Cup as an eighth seed. Yeah. But, okay, back to what I was going to say. Jersey gets eliminated March 1st. They're accumulating these points. Chicago doesn't get eliminated for two weeks later. They've had technically had a better season. They're going to have a lesser opportunity to earn those points. So still, the worst team is going to have the better chance to earn those points. Again, the lottery sucks. Tanking sucks. They're never going to put into place the way it should be, the way the NFL does it. I think it's a perfectly good alternative to what we have. I see what you're saying right there. I did not catch the you only earn points after you get eliminated. Correct. So if you're in a point when you – okay. Yep. You know what? That's not horrible. But that's what I thought. It's better I'm like, than a lottery. It, uh, but um, so is what I left in the bathroom four again, hours ago. I'm going to say lottery using air quotes because we never saw that lottery happen. Oh, it was a lottery. We it were just told – Mr. Bettman's pocket. Yeah. It, yeah. Stan Bowman in Chicago just happens to be one of the biggest hockey markets as well. And they, get, they jump from 12 to 3. That's, Kiss that's, my ass, Batman. That's right, That's right, Mr. Bettman. I said it. If you'd like to come sit in my room and discuss it with us, we'd be more than happy to have you here. Yeah. Chicago had – there was 11 teams worse than Chicago. 11. Ele- Double-digit teams worse than Chicago, but yet Chicago jumped to number three. Yeah. Whatever. Well, the Oilers, the Ducks, and the Canucks finished at number 8, 9, 10, and they were 24th, 20, 25th, 24th, 23rd in the league, right. respectively. So they ended up where they should have been, and the red, the Blackhawks are six spaces ahead of them. Six, six. Yeah, it's uh, I've I've been pissed ever since this happened, and, and, and I hope Ottawa, because I don't follow it like you do. I hope Ottawa got their money's worth with the Avalanche, because looks like the the Avalanche are drafted number four because they had a trade with Ottawa. Yeah, and because I mean it's it's confusing, but what happened was Ottawa chose to keep their pick last year rather than defer to this year. And that's where your GMs are going to make their money, by making those decisions on whether those draft picks are worth trading or not. But it is what it is. It played out. It was dirty. I think there's no integrity. It was behind the scenes. We didn't get to see it happen. It's complete bullshit. That's how I feel. Is that the first year that we haven't seen that happen? Does it always happen behind the scenes? Honestly, Greg, it's the first time I've really paid attention to the lottery this much. So I honestly, I mean, being a Detroit fan, I ever haven't had to worry about the lottery for most of my life. So. Now the past couple of years I've been in hockey purgatory, yeah, and and I paid attention this year, and I was very disappointed. I don't typically watch those lottery things. I think I watched the basketball one like once or twice, and I think it was a year that somebody had like a forty-seven percent chance of getting the first overall pick, and they ended up drafting like fourth. But screw you! But you get to see the drawing, yeah, and that was the exciting part. 
Well, the, watching those lotteries is like watching the lottery when I play Powerball. I watch the numbers come up, and none of them are mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's just it, it's a broken system, and I I pray it gets fixed. But with Bettman in, in charge, it's it's never gonna. It won't. You're right. So I'll let that go before I choke a dog or a cat or something. A I was that pissed. Or, yeah, a dog or a cat. Yeah, either. I was nice. that mad. Nice. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I I thought it was a. a, a I saw. Just to sum up, I read the article the next day right and i was like really and i think i think you retweeted somebody's post about let me let me get this straight yeah and they made the comment about absolutely that, and i'm like really so the biggest market gets the first two picks and the second market gets the third pick shit is fixed it, uh, of course it is i'll leave it there of course it is all right um what i think we're going to do is we're going to take our fake sponsor break again we're going to collect ourselves. Mike's going to go take a, a blood pressure reading. Yeah. And we will be back in just a second. An extra pill or two. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Greg. And this week, we actually have an ad for you. Well, sort of. With Season 8 of Game of Thrones just beginning, we're hoping that fans will get to hear the end of Tyrion's honeycomb and jackass joke. But just in case, we thought we would hold a contest to get the job done. We want you to submit your punchlines to Tyrion's famously unfinished joke, which is... I once walked into a brothel with a honeycomb and a jackass. The madam says, send your submissions to top five for fighting at yahoo.com. That's top, the number five, for fighting at yahoo.com. Be sure to put the word joke in the subject line. The top three selections will be read during our episode nine podcast. We'll pick the winning entry and that person will get a high quality, super sexy, top five for fighting t-shirt. Jokes sent as attachments will not be accepted. And all entrants agree to have their first name and joke submission read on air. Good luck. And now back to the episode. And we're back after that exhilarating little break. So we've got a nice little fun segment that was brought in a couple weeks ago that's been a lot of fun. Greg, you got a game? I got a game for you, my friend. Sweet. Now, uh, we started this. We said we're going to keep score for the quarters. Right. Um, on the 28th of March, you scored three points on the Robert Downey Jr. quest. Yeah. quest and I... Uh, I uh, Totally screwed the pooch last week on the Rotten Tomatoes, so I only got two. So right now you're currently leading three to two. Now, I originally said that I wanted to do five points a week, but this week there's going to be extra points, so you're going to have to make up next week because... It's like extra credit. Mine is, mine is relative to what we're talking about today. So what we have is Mike is a Red Wings fan. Uh, I'm a Lightning fan. I am a Red Wings fan as well. I was a Red Wings fan before the Lightning, uh, but from being from Tampa, you know, I'm hoping they're going to win it this year. But sure. they have a curse going against them this year, and what's that curse, Mike? Oh, God. Is it the President's Trophy? It was the President's Trophy. The Lightning yep. finished with the best regular season record. Nine of the last ten President Cup winners, President Trophy winners, have not won the Stanley Cup. Okay. So we're going to go back to 2008. Now, that's 11 <sighs> years. The 11th God. year was significant. I was only going to do 10 years. It was the last year the Wings won the Cup, too. I'm gonna. That's why I went back. Son of a bitch. So we're not going to count that. Now, did the Wings win the President's Cup that year? Uh, 2008, I do not believe they did. They did. They did. They won it. Over the next 10 years, only one team that won the President's Cup won the Stanley Cup. So what I'm going to let you do is I'm going to let you pick five years of the last 10 years, and you're going to tell me the President's Cup winner and the Stanley Cup winner. Now, that's super hard, but I'm going to give you a point for each one that you get right. Well, my first guess is going to be the Pittsburgh Penguins. Which year? 2009. 2009. So you think the 2009 they won the Stanley Cup? They beat us in the finals. That is correct. Ding, ding. Who won the President's Cup that year? 
Um, shit, honestly, all I can remember is the Wing Series, so I don't know. I'm going to guess Pittsburgh. Stanley, uh, the San Jose Sharks. They won the President's Cup yep. that year. They tend to do that a lot. Yeah, they do. Um, actually, they, that's the only time in the last 11 years they've won it. The President's Trophy? Yep. Okay. Yep. Now, I know that this is super hard. It is. This, 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 this is, is a re- tough one. This is really hard, but there's a lot of points here. But we're, we're, we're trying to, to keep it co- a little bit hockey-based. And you're, you're with hockey like I am with football. So um, it's a little bit and, – and, and then there's one more point that I wanted to prove at the end of this. Right. So um, I'll tell you what. Let's do – why don't we do an easy one? Well, who, who won the President's Cup last year? Last year? Uh, the Capitals. No. It was not the Capitals? No. God damn! Remember, remember the, the the Lightning were higher seeded than the Capitals because that was a uh, that was they beat they won Game Seven in yeah, Tampa. I don't remember that being such a big deal last year. For, Who won the Stanley Cup Tampa? last year? Washington. Okay. Yeah, with the epic offseason that was, Ovechkin had. <laughs> I believe I, you know what I think they are a Western Conference team. They are a Western Conference team that won the Presidents Cup last year. Last year, and it was not the Vegas Knights. God damn! I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Nashville Predators. Really? Yep, they were the President's President's Cup. Or is That's it President's a, Trophy? It's President's it's, Trophy. It's a trophy. Greg. President's Trophy. It is a trophy. And you never touch it. Mm, I touch it whenever I get the chance. <laughs> Actually, it's the conference trophy that nobody okay. ever touches. All right, you got another you got another year that you want to try? Shit. Um No. I, I don't know. I will give you a full bonus point if you can tell me the last President's Trophy winner that won the Stanley Cup since the Wings did it in 08. I'll even give you the year. What was the year? The year was 2013. 2013. So that was goddamn near five years ago. Um, I'll even tell you who they beat in the finals. Who did they beat? They beat Tampa Bay. In the finals? Mm-hmm. Shit. I don't know. They probably paid for that Stanley Cup like they paid for their draft. The, pick this Chicago, year. Black the Chicago Blackhawks. Black Fucking Blackhawks. Can't stand them. <laughs> These, see, you know what makes this tough? When you watch the playoffs, like either myself or you're Tampa, watching, you're watching so your no, you're watching your team, and that's all well, you that's, care that's, about. That's a good point. Um, like for me right now, like last night, I watched three games last night. I was watching the Tampa game and the Winnipeg game. And right. I mean, it was – you're just – as not having a dog in the fight, you watch it all and you enjoy it all. But when your team's rolling, that's all you care about. Give me um, give me somebody who's won uh, a, a Stanley Cup here in the last five years and what year they did it. Shit. That's hard, right? It. That's really hard. It honestly is. I got you. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm embarrassed. How many cups have the Blackhawks won in the last 10 years? Three. That's correct. So you know they won one in 13. What was the other one? Uh, It was either 14 or 15. I don't think it was back. Was it back-to-back 14? 13 and 14? No. 15. It was 15. I know it was close to each other. Yeah, it was 15. Uh, I believe that 14, wasn't that the year that the Kings were number eight? It was either that or 12. I think it was 12. They were an eighth seed, and that's when Jonathan Quick caught fire yep. like the Blues goalie I think, that was two, I think that was 2012. Yeah, they were an eight seed. Yeah, yeah. Squeaked into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so um, that's that's uh, that's correct. They had three cups. Yep. Uh, somebody else has three wins in that period of time. Who is it? Pittsburgh. That's right. What years? 2009. That's you correct. They beat us. Um, 2011? No. 12. 
No. Damn, was that far apart? Yeah. And they won back-to-backs. 15-16. You got one of those. 14-15. 17-16. Right. Really? Yeah. Okay. 17-16. hate Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Uh, but he's a, hell of a, he's a hell of a hockey player. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. Um, and I stand by it. Okay. So this, this, this game... Any any other teams that you want to guess a year that somebody won the President's Trophy or somebody won the Black Cup? I'll give you I'll give you carte blanche at this point to earn some free points. As of right now, you've earned well two points. Well, and that's I, hard, and, and and that's not that's not me dumbing you down because no, 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 this no, no, is no. really hard. It's very tough to do, and this I was re- especially being put on the spot. The one team that I won't guess is San Jose because they never win the cup. That's correct. <laughs> They always get there. They always get to the playoffs, but for some reason they just can't put it together. Um, God, other teams. I don't know. I'm to- drawing a total freaking blank right now. See how mad I am about the lottery? Yeah, I got you. Uh, the Kings won two. They did win two. They won it in 14 and 12. No, the one. I can't remember the other they one. They won it in 14 and 12. And the other team that's won the cup is the Bruins. They won it in 2011. Oh, that With, other team. Uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, Char, 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 charda, Zena, Zena, what's his Zidane name? Chara. Zidane Chara. Yeah, Chara. he's like eight foot ten. Yeah. Now here's the irony, uh, in in descending order from eighteen down, the Predators, the Capitals, the Capitals, the Rangers, the Bruins, the Blackhawks, which did win the Stanley Cup that year, the mm-hmm. Canucks, the Canucks, the Caps, the, the Sharks. Canucks. That's the other team I couldn't think of. The Caps, the Sharks, and the Wings. Okay. Yeah. As I was doing this, I realized something, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna spit in some people's faces. I'm so tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, the Patriots in the Super Bowl all the time. If you go back and you look at the teams that have played in the Super Bowl the last ten years, and you go back and look at the college teams that have played for the national championship, and you go back and look at the teams that have won the NBA championship, it's the exact same thing in all of these sports. We have six different teams that have won the Stanley Cup since 2008. Right. Six different teams. But everybody hates the Patriots. Right. Why don't people hate the Blackhawks? They won three of them. Why don't people here, – here's the Capitals. In 16, they won the President's Cup. In 17, they won the President's Cup. In 18, they won the, they won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. In 10, they won the President's Cup. So you still have the same teams in each league that win consistently. So is it the rules? Are they che- are they cheating too? Yeah, it's well, it's hockey, so no. One, it's because you it's, have an organization that knows how to put a team on the field. Right. Yeah. It's and plus, you, there's a lot more media coverage for the NFL than there is for the NHL. The ESPN, um, NFL. I mean, there ESPN is. can't get there enough is. of the of the NFL, and they abandon the NHL. And NBC Sports primarily covers the uh, the NHL now. But yeah. you know, in the '80s, there was only three teams that won the Stanley Cup. That's came, right. Yeah, th- there was only three teams in a decade that won a Stanley Cup. And I don't know who they were. It was uh, Montreal, the Islanders, and I think Boston. I thought three Boston, teams. I thought Boston was one of them. I could be wrong on Boston, but I'm pretty sure it was Boston. Nice. So, so that was that was super hard. You did a bang up job. Um, you know what? I don't know if I could do that well. I should have done better. I, dude, that's that's hard to be put on the spot. I should have given you a heads up. But Richard I'm, is pounding his steering I'm wheel gonna, going, that dumb bastard. I'm going gi- to give you three and a half points. I'll take it. How's that sound? I'll take it. So that puts you at six and a half, and that puts me at two. So I'll have the opportunity to earn some bonus points yeah, next week, maybe. You will, for sure. All right, so next subject. This is a big one, and more this one pretty much everyone can relate to. 
uh, streaming services. There's so many. Uh, no, four with more coming. There's the, the big one, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Um, what, what else we got? You've got the Disney app coming. Um, everyone else in their brother has, you know, all the networks have their own apps now where I you think, can download th- the app. I think that's what DC's got going on right now. DC has their own app right now, which is all their original content, which Titans, which throwback to Game of Thrones. You know who was cast as Batman for that show for season two? No. Old Grayscale himself, uh, Jorah. Jara. Oh, I'm in the friend zone. The friend zone got cast as Batman for next season, and nice. I'm I'm okay with that. I I think yeah, you can pull he, off a Bruce Wayne. He's got a good Wayne. voice. He's got a yeah, good voice for that. For sure. Um, um, he's got the jaw. Can you talk like this? But the thing is, with there's so many choices now for streaming. What does that do for cable? Like my, I know what my hope is. My hope is these streaming services catch fire, and it forces cable and satellite to knock their rates down to reasonable. Um, but I don't know. The, the Netflix is obviously the king dingling until um, Disney takes off. You know, we'll see what happens with that. But the thing Netflix has above Disney right now is original programming. Yes. Netflix is the largest movie company in the world right now. Uh, they, they turn out more volume and dollars-wise, from what I understand, than any other studio in the world. Which makes sense because it's a very easy format and it's a very, it's a very cheap distribution you know when when disney not even disney we'll just use somebody uh uh, because you don't really need to market the marvel movies they market themselves you don't need to market frozen 2 it markets itself you've got a logo yeah but when you have a movie coming out like annabelle which i'm not a horror movie guy but it just it it popped into my mind right now right you gotta they they've got they, they put some serious serious dough behind that advertisement of that and that that makes their budget go way up. Netflix, you just put that shit on there and hope word of mouth comes out. I don't. I didn't ever saw a single commercial for that Triple Frontier. Was that what it was with Ben Affleck? Uh, yeah, the, there was a few. Um, rarely, but they were there. There were some trailers for it. There were some little brief, yeah. brief minute and a half commercials for it. And honestly, once I saw the names that were in it, I was all in. Yeah. What you've got going on with these platforms now that I think is going to be extremely interesting within the next year is, number one, you've got two huge, huge monster companies stepping into the ring in Disney and Apple. Right. All right. Everybody made fun of the Apple iPod because the Zune was going to be the one that took off. But Apple's pretty much got the market cornered on this stuff. Everybody wants an iPad. Everybody wants an iBook. Everybody wants an iPhone. Right. Uh, Are they going to do it right? My understanding is that Oprah is going to have her own show on Apple. I mean, that doesn't impress me because I'm not a huge Oprah fan. But you know what? There's a shitload of people that are. She's got a fan base, and obviously it's it's gonna pull in a huge number of viewers. You're right. I don't give a shit. Don't there was don't there was care. somebody else that I was told was gonna have their own show on there, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, I forgot to write it down. Uh, Disney. What more do you have to say? What I mean, look at just the volume of stuff they can put on their streaming services. All the Marvel stuff, all their cartoons, all their Saturday morning shows. All it just and and not to mention ABC. Disney owns ABC. They might be stepping away. I, I believe ABC is very prominent on Hulu. It might not be on Hulu anymore. Right. It, it's it's really going to cause, you know, a huge competition. Which let's face it, we all win when big companies like this are going to compete. It's it, we're going to benefit. Um, it, it, the biggest difference I think between Netflix and Disney, Netflix has the advantage with all their original programming. Disney will sure that in what comes right off the top of my head, which would make me get the Disney app 
or at least a find a friend that'll give me their login, is to watch the Mandalorian, the Star Wars series coming out, the, the live action Star Wars series with, you know, a bounty hunter like Boba Fett. Yeah. And you know who's playing him? Prince Oberon himself, the guy that got hacked up by the mountain. Nice. Pedro Pascal, he was in Triple Frontier. He's playing the lead role. I mean, that, that's a great pull. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. excited for that show. And we haven't even seen a second of footage yet. All we've seen is a couple still photos. Yeah. Well, you and know. And honestly, I, that's all we need to see. I think so. And I, you know what? I think um, I think that those situations might be better off for those anyway than, than talking about one movie every three years where you got all these expectations. I, right. I think, I, you know, you can watch a Disney movie or you can watch a Star Wars movie or you can watch a Disney movie. And, and I complained about the Game of Thrones being a little bit slow. But you know what? You have the ability to to let that develop and give us the things that we want to, to see. I think that what I'm I'm seeing out of these streaming services is, like you said, will it be so competitive? Um, and we're going to refer to our Facebook poll this week, which we haven't seen the results of, but right now it's a little bit more for keeping cable than getting rid of cable. Excuse me, getting rid of cable than keeping cable. Um, I voted in our poll, and I said no, that I'm going to keep cable. But I said I was going to keep cable because of one reason, one, one reason, reason only. One reason only, and I, and I completely agree, and I know what you're going to say, and it's true. What is it? Sports. Damn right, it's sports. Yeah, I'm not going to lose my live sports for no For nobody. Movie. But let me tell you what I found out in doing some research for this. I pulled up the Hulu sports package. What channels do you think are part of a Hulu sports package? Now, this sports package is $39.99 a month. Oh, it's got to be ABC and college football. You get the local channels with the Hulu Live. So okay. you'll get ABC, NBC, Fox, CW but if it's does available. that also show live sports with those channels? Well, if you get that channel, you're going to get its programming. Okay. These are the sports but channels. you have to pay for it. No, it's, it was thirty nine ninety nine a month, Okay, and this was the package it included. Now, there were a lot of uh, add-ons that you could get. You could do just like you do with Amazon Prime. You could get the uh, HBO, which is the way that I'm watching Game of Thrones the right premiums. now. I paid, okay. I paid for, to get the premiums, but there's a lot of other stuff involved too. Sports channels that they offered, the Big Ten Network, okay, CBS Sports, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, Bases Loaded Channel, College Extra, ESPN Goal Line, Fox Sports 1 and 2, Fox Florida and Sun. That's because I Googled for our area. Sure. NBC Golf and NBC Sports Network, the Olympic Channel, which frankly I've never heard of, and the SEC Network. Okay. Well, it's a pretty good group. What more do you need? I mean, let's get right down to it. Where do you watch all your college football on the weekends? Well, ABC. Big Ten Network, SEC, or ESPN and ABC? ABC, CBS, or yeah, ABC, CBS, stuff, NBC sometimes. Um but that would be my biggest concern to lose cable. That would be my biggest Where concern. Where are my sports games? Now, I have DirecTV, and I have DirecTV for one reason NFL package. NFL Sunday ticket. Yep. I pay over $100 a month for my NFL or for my Sunday ticket. Excuse me, for my DirecTV. The Sunday ticket is another $50 a month for four months for the right. four seasons. If I had Amazon Prime, a monthly subscription, Netflix monthly subscription, Hulu monthly subscription, and I missed one. Netflix, Amazon, blah, 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 blah. I'm coming out about $40 a month cheaper than what I pay for my basic cable package with, with DirecTV. Right. And I'm still getting my sports package. The only thing I'm not getting is my Sunday ticket. Right. But you can go on NFL.com and you can sign up for their Game Pass and you can pull up that app on your TV and watch it through the NFL website. 
I don't know if it's as good. I've never done it. I don't know. I, I know it's an option, but I don't know how that works. I know there's a lot of people that watch that Game Pass thing, but I think that the Game Pass is after the game is over. The what I wish would happen with sports in the NFL, DirecTV is one specifically because I just switched from DirecTV back to Spectrum. Um, that NFL ticket now is like three hundred fifty bucks. It, it's it, it's two hundred. It's in, it, it was more expensive when I was asking about it. it Maybe was more I'm locked that. in because I've had it for because like you've had years. it longer. It could be. Why is there not a package for me just to watch Detroit? Why can't I pay two bucks to watch Detroit like the Detroit Lions play? Right, it, 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 I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, that that almost happened a couple of years ago with Amazon, uh, Yahoo, Amazon okay. and Yahoo were all over it. And if you notice that some of these London games that they have, the ones that start at eight forty-five in the morning, so we can right. start day drinking. Um, which is it's the best? Reason. Yeah, you're dr- drunk by the, by one o'clock kickoff. <laughs> the these games are only are simulcast only on Yahoo, and they're talking about trying to do that. I don't know what the contract is as far as a Sunday ticket when it runs out. Um, we're I digress a little bit, but right. that would be great. That would be a great package. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I got Hulu about eight nine months ago. Just simply because I wanted to see some of these shows that were available that I w- was missing, I wanted to catch up on a couple of shows. So fourteen ninety nine, I think it's nine ninety nine a month. I have the commercial free. Sure, I'm already ahead because damn near anything I want to watch is on Hulu. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because there are, you know, like we said, we have what four streaming choices now with Disney coming down the chute. Now the 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 advantage Disney has over Netflix. They're going to pull all their Star Wars. They're going to pull all their Marvel, and it's all going to be on Disney. Mm-hmm. Not only that, you have Star Wars, you have Marvel, you have all of the Disney's original movies anyway, which is what thirty years worth of yeah. animated movies. That 30, you know, I think Snow White was like nineteen twenty something, wasn't it? The, the, there's there's a huge catalog of their movies that that are going to be available on there. Plus all, all the new shit they make. All of the and I use shit loosely, right? Um, all of their kid shows, which are great morning babysitters from what I hear. Um, I watch them. They're going to have a huge treasure box Mm -hmm. of content, but Netflix has still got a massive amount of their own movies, their own shows and stuff that watch, and we're going to get to that with our top five list, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I would like to have you guys contact us on Facebook this week and tell us how many streaming services you have right now. I have Amazon Prime, but I only have Amazon Prime because I use the Amazon Prime for my business. There's lots of stuff that I buy off of Amazon that I can get cheaper from than an electrical supply house, and I can get it delivered in two days. So I get that as a bonus. I don't even know what it costs a month, but I will tell you this. If I did not have, have Amazon Prime, it's it's $9 a month for Amazon Nine, Prime? $9.99, because that's what I have, and it's for the same thing. When you're buying stuff and it gets shipped, yep. the the video service is almost a bonus. Yeah, I pay, I pay the $200 annual fee. And I get that back in spades. But if if I if I wasn't paying for that with my for my shipping, I would not have Amazon Prime. Right. Of, of all of them, I think Amazon Prime might be the weakest. I'd have to yeah. put Netflix at the top right now, just because of the sheer volume of things that you can find on Netflix. Well, there's a lot of volume on Amazon Prime. It's just shit movies. Well, there's you know eighty percent of what you grab on Netflix is a pile of goo boo. But too. Amazon Prime does have the Jack Ryan series, which is fantastic. Which I have not had time to watch yet because There's I'm straight one. up because I'm straight up watching. There's one. Yeah, <laughs> but that just proves your point. I mean, yeah. Amazon Prime is great to have the the movies and the the stuff like that as a bonus, but their movie selection is you'll find a couple gems in there, but you really got to look. I'm going to argue for cable against streaming services or vice versa right now. 
Um, I was thinking about it this week, and I don't know that I've watched in the last eight months, I don't know that I've watched anything on cable other than sports. Yeah, because of, and we're again, we're, we may as well just get right into it, the shows that we love are on Netflix. I yep. can put that on repeat. I can just put it on. It is background noise, or what I do generally every night is on my tablet. I'll throw on The Office or Parks and Rec. I'll let it play, and I'll fall asleep. And here's why. Giggling like an idiot. Yeah, here's why I watch him on those streaming services and rather pay. I was watching something. I was in the office here working a couple weeks ago, and I had the the basketball games on from the tournament. Right. And the and we were in one of those you know forty five minute to an hour where the evening news was on. I was just trying to find something to watch, so I started bouncing around. I hit TNT, and I saw a movie that I would like to watch, but I'm not going to watch it with commercials in it. And then I went to TBS. It's a great point. And there was a show on that I like to watch, but with commercials. Then I went to Comedy Central. They might as well just go ahead and make Comedy Central a fucking info commercial. Correct. Because it, it's, I can't even watch what they put on there anymore. I'll give you my favorite example. Um, the Walking Dead has been a favorite show for all, for a lot of us, a lot of you know people that I know. You When it first caught fire, that first few seasons, and it was great... This season actually has been very good, but I don't watch it on Sunday nights anymore. I DVR it. I usually watch it Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you know I like remember that. Oh shit, I've got to get caught up. Forty minutes, maybe of show. Twenty minutes. I don't think it's of 40. commercials. I'll bet you it's more like thirty-five or thirty-three. One day I'm gonna time it, but it's it's so bad now that it's. You can't. You feel like you're watching a show. You get like, oh, this is really. Oh, great! Another. That's boner another pill reason commercial. I stopped watching The Walking Dead. It really is. Commercials you know are horrible on AMC. Eight, eight, nine years ago, uh, I used to be. I used to watch a lot more NASCAR than I do now. I'll follow it now. I don't watch it like I used to. Right. They have different um, broadcasters. They go from uh, Fox to you know NBC to TNT. When it came to TNT, we would record the race and and fast forward. Fast forward through the commercials because right. it was literally half of the show was commercials. Jesus Christ! Have you ever watched a Big Ten Fox game at night on a Saturday? Oh, it's horrible! My God! Well, there's a, well but oh, NFL's no different. It's the worst. You watch a football game on Sunday; it kicks off at one o'clock. The game is over at three forty-five on Sunday night. The game kicks off at eight fifteen, and it's still going on at twelve thirty. It's ridiculous. It's insane. We got you. Have you ever seen a sport where they score? There's a commercial. Then they kick off. Then there's a commercial. It's then there's crazy. a play. Then there's a commercial. It's brutal. But that that again does basically just put fuel on the fire for this point. Streaming services because there's no commercials on Netflix or Hulu. What I hope what I hope happens here is I hope that they continue to give us the opportunity to look at things like to watch The Office and Friends and that '70s show and all these shows that we've watched on TV. What I would like to see honestly is I'd like to see them put some of the older shows on there. You know, there's some there's some comedies. I would love to be able to stream Sanford and Son. I would love to be able to watch All in the Family. I don't know how many of I, I know that Hulu has Taxi, but there's like five seasons of Taxi, and I think there's only like 38 episodes, so you don't get the full storyline. Oh, I'll do you one better. Why in the world has Netflix, Hulu, or anybody not come out with a Saturday morning lineup of cartoons from when we were kids? Oh, my the God. The crown jewel of cartoons. I am so cartoons. horny right now. Why in the world does the Cartoon Network, why is there not a cartoon channel of 
the original Saturday morning lineup. There kind of is. Boomerang does a lot of that. Yeah, but not. But you know what? The, it's so hard to watch, and there's so it's stupid commercials, and their their lineups, the, the order they play them in is really fucking weird. I don't care if there's a thousand channels on TV, which I think there is now, literally. I should not have to search for classic Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, Woody Woodpecker. I, I, I'm not, I, for, why, for sure. Why the freaking Justice League? Why can I not watch those on on a streaming service? Just out of curiosity, of your cable, of your cable that you have right now, how many commercials do you hit on a regular basis? Uh, rarely, because I don't really watch much live stuff other than obviously hockey right now. I have like seven. It's and four of them are the broadcast channels. I DVR almost all my stuff. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Even with wrestling, yes, I still watch wrestling. WrestleMania was just last week. It was awesome, but I don't watch the Monday and the Tuesday Raw or SmackDown live anymore. I fast forward it. I, I Wednesday or Thursday is when I catch up. The commercials on it. are ridiculous. I can get a three-hour Monday Night Raw episode in twenty minutes, twenty-five roughly, <laughs> give or take. I fast forward all the or fast forward all the garbage yep. and commercials and blah blah blah, and and it's done. I hope that these new streaming services um, strive to beat each other out. I hope that we don't end up with seven plates of garbage that we have to pick which plate of garbage we want. Um, you know, you've got you've got some companies with a lot of money, with a lot of in the Disney Channel, especially with a lot of uh, licensing power. You could have unlimited. Think, think of the Disney. Think of what Disney could do just with Saturday morning style Marvel cartoons. You could have an X Men and a Spider Man. You you could do it all. Oh my you, God! You the original X Men cartoon. I loved it. GI Joe. You, right, right. Any of that stuff, yeah. But you have that license. I remember in the '90s they had the X Men on Saturday mornings, followed by the Spider Man. Yep. Those were awesome. Mm-hmm. You have that. You have that. You know, uh, Apple doesn't have that ability, but Apple's got the weight of the world behind them. Laugh Olympics. Oh my God! I mean, seriously, give me these shows to watch. Exit stage right, even. Jesus Christ! So you've got all all that. Uh, yeah, that would be great to see all that stuff. And I, I feel like. I feel like Netflix, the one thing that they do is they have some really high-quality programming, as you're going to see once we get to our top five, in my opinion. But they also have some stuff that you're like, who even who, who greenlit that, and why aren't they fired yet? Here's what's amazing about Netflix, and we've had talks about this, again, to bring his name up again. Richard has always brought this stat up that is mind-boggling to me. How are they making money? I looked it up today. A year ago, no, I'm sorry, now two years ago, 2017, guess what their amount of debt was? This is two years ago. Um, Is it bigger or smaller than the federal government's? It's more than even the Blackhawks have, what they paid to get the third pick. Ooh, that's a lot of money. $4.89 billion in 2017. Guess how much they owed long-term debt as of September 30th of last year? 10.5. 10.5. A little high. 8.34 billion so almost doubled. with a B of long-term debt. It's, it's I, I mean, again, I'm no math major. I hate math, but it just doesn't add up. At what well, point? It, it does. It does add up, and it's because the banking is so stupid for a company. In my in my honest opinion, the banking, when they go to talk to a company like that that has that type of money, that has that type of money coming in, they give them a more leeway than just the average Joe like you. Or I me. get it, but I would never guess that they owe that much money compared to. You see them on TV all the time. Netflix. Netflix is everywhere. You hear about no, it, it constantly. You'd think they're bringing in that money, but you, well, they are. 
They are, and that's why they're allowed to owe that type of money. Think how many how many how many subscribers does Netflix have? Yeah, I mean, I I, didn't I mean, dig, I know I, I know didn't I dig have that far into it, right. but I get what you're saying. Well, I know that I have the three spot viewership, whatever that's called, because my yep. daughter watches it a lot, my yep. son watches it a lot, and we watch it a lot, and I don't ever want to be because it's like a dollar more a month. So what's twelve dollars a year? Just jack shit, right? Right. But that's fourteen ninety nine a month. So if you've got a a hundred thousand people that owe you that type of money each month. That's a lot of money coming in, and they would rather use the bank's money, right, than their own money because at that point, if the shit really hits the fan and they go, "We're broke," they can go, "Oh, sorry, bankrupt, suck it easy." Well, not only that, and not to throw a curveball at you, but now what's what the trend is? I have T-Mobile. The whole family has T-Mobile. T-Mobile is now offering. We have Netflix free, free. Through our net, through our T-Mobile subscription, mm-hmm. through our cell phone service. Yeah. So we're not paying for it direct. We're paying for it. Yeah. But it's tied in with our with our phone company. It's a lot like AT and T and DirecTV. And I believe um, Sprint offers Hulu. So how much are those streaming services getting paid from these cell? Phone? I mean, I, I if anybody knows. Well, I think know. there's only two companies, two types of companies in the world that make more money with less development and money that they have to put into their product in the world than cell phone companies. McDonald's. Number one are banks and number two are insurance companies. Oh, yeah. Cell phone phone companies, it's fucking ridiculous. The fact that they charge you more money when you go over your set cap because that router has to work harder, it's it's crap. Right. They've got more. They've got money that they can throw at just about any problem and make it go away. You'd almost think that they were they were Lori Laughlin Inc. Oof. Yeah, I'm kicking her right in the neck this week. Full house there. Because and I'm I'm making fun of her because not only did that bitch pay to get her kid in college, she wrote that shit off on her taxes as a deduction to a a, a foundation for needy kids. But don't worry, because Chelsea Clinton really made it into Stanford legitimately, right? Of course she did. Of course she. Of course did. she did. So, horse so, face. Yeah, right. You're, you're right, but that's but that's that's that whole marketing thing that these guys have going on. You may not be paying Hulu, but I mean, what's your Hulu membership a month? Seven ninety nine. Yeah, something like that. Okay, your your phone company's charging you that just in those stupid bullshit taxes they charge you every month. So, right. the, and that's and that's a you know that's like a KFC having an exclusive or Taco Bell having the exclusive Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Right. That's what you got going on there. I mean, if you can if you can spend four hours in the toilet, you can have some Baja Blast. Yeah, because you're gonna need it. Um, so yeah, let's just let's let's see what happens. It'll be interesting to see, you know, wh- where this ends up and how it affects cable. Um, but speaking of Netflix and their original content, just real quick, I want these streaming companies to fight for my dollars so hard that they make it tough on me to figure out which ones I want. Oh, that that that's I, what I mean. I think what we're going to end up with is it's all going to be so mediocre. We're going to have to figure out which one we want. But I I get I. I see what you're saying. You want this to do so well that it forces cable to be like, oh, well, I guess we can't charge people $130 yeah. a month Maybe anymore. a 60-minute show should be 55 minutes. Yeah, but then they're gonna the bean counters are going to see they're losing money. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's disgusting. But I do love commercial-free. So that being said, let's get to our list, shall we? I think we should. All right, good. Top five, our top five list. All right, you want to go ahead and... I started last week. All right. So Netflix, what we did, actually not just Netflix, just streaming series of movies. Now, here's something that we did. We excluded The Office and Parks and Rec because it's too easy. We, we actually ex- excluded shows that we would not have known about if it had not been for the streaming services. So most of these are going to be streaming services, originals. Original shows, content. Shows that are like, uh, you know, spoiler alert, one of my shows is from IFC, which I 
don't even know what channel it is on my cable, but I see it on Netflix and I give it a whirl and I like most of them. Right. It's something that was came to me because I had a streaming service. Yep. Um, all right. So Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, all of the streaming services, their original content, top five lists of stuff that could be a show or a movie that, that basically we like the most or watch the most. Yes. All right. So my number five had a tie. Oh. Yeah. It, because I could not legitimately put one ahead of the other because I liked them both that much. Both on Netflix, original programming, Altered Carbon, and Lost in Space. If you have not seen Altered Carbon and you like mystery cop shows and sci-fi, it's like a cross between Blade Runner and a cop show. So one of these? Yeah. No, it's not. It's super good. It's it's uh, Joel Kinman, the guy that played the the remake of RoboCop, who is really okay. good in this. It's it's not one of those shows you have on as background noise. You have to really pay attention to what's going on. I was intrigued by Lost in Space. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched Alter Carbon. Um, obviously, a lot of the stuff that I I'm, I watch I watch with Susan. Um, I watch more um, Susan based shows that I actually happen to enjoy with her. Right. She doesn't make me watch stuff I don't watch. But I I. I for four months of the year, there's nothing on our TV but football. Right. So I don't force her to watch that type of stuff. I, it's kind of in my queue for right. like when I'm in the office working, but I'm interested in the Lost in Space. I heard it was got it got great reviews. Not only did I like it, surprise, my 16 year old daughter Morgan liked it. That's what when a weirdo. I, that's when I felt justified that she liked it because um, she's kind of like you. She's a little harder to impress, but she's got stuff that she likes. But hi, Courtney. It's a Morgan. Dummy. Hi, Courtney. What? <laughs> Douche. Who the hell's Courtney? I don't know. Um, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It had enough of the original TV show in it to where, it, yes, it was lost in space, just with modern day characters. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. You never get it. But that robot is scary, and he's awesome. It looked like it was a little bit freaky. There's a storyline that goes on between Roids. Will and the robot, which something happens to lead them to get that relationship eventually. But it's a great show. It's worth watching. They if, don't they don't sleep together, do they? Do they go to the Sandusky cave? Hey, man, it's modern day. Modern day stuff happens. You got no ju- no judgments here. You got to plug it in and charge it somehow, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number five: Altered Carbon and Lost in Space. Nice. Um, my number five. Uh, you're going to find out that all of mine are available on Netflix because, to be honest with you, most of what I watch on Hulu is shows. You know, you know, I catch up on Brooklyn Nine Nine or Bob's Burgers, um, and Amazon. Uh, love me some Bob's Burgers. Sorry, I, I'm new to that show and that I love it. That show's fantastic. Keep going; it gets better. As you can see right over there, I got me some 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 Bob's Burgers on the countertop there. It's fantastic. My number five was Grace and Frankie on Netflix, and. Uh, it's the one with um, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. It's also got Martin Sheen, and I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, Jerry, I think it's not Jerry Orbeck. It was the guy that was in uh, – I can't even remember. But uh, it's got uh, June Diane Raphael from uh, How Did This Get Made, Paul Shear's wife. Right. Um, it was not a show that I was interested in watching at all. Um, and Susan started watching it. She said, I think you'd like, I'd like this. I am not a um, Jane Fonda fan. Uh but she's really good in this show. And okay. this show is really funny. The premise of the show is uh, the two couples, the two guys are business partners, they're lawyers. Uh, the wives don't really care for each other. Um, as they both retire, the both guys uh, come out of the closet and they're in love with each other Jeez. and they get divorced. And they have kids and it's just, 
Wow. It's it's a shit show that rolls downhill because you have these 65, 70-year-old women that are like, what are we going to do with our lives now? They they become friends. It's a, it's it is it on it's it's on the borderline of of a chick flick type show. Gotcha. But it's 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 good. It's fun. It's not it's not the notebook because if it was, I'd have blown my brains out. Gotcha. It's it's fun. It's funny. The the characters are good. It's a lot of it's, it's I think it's got four seasons. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It may not be your cup of tea. But because of the list that we have going on, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching it with her, and and it's 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 a hey. it's a good watch. And you know what? I've always liked Lily Tomlin. She and she's a, she she plays dude. Lily Tomlin plays a hippie who smokes weed all the time. I mean, I mean, how far fetched about, is that? Talk about a wheelhouse, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, no no judgments. You like it? You're allowed to. Um, my number four was a little different because I went with on Netflix the stand-up specials. Oh, you dick! Yep. Okay, um, so that's my number four. Oh, all right. It was all so the comedy specials. So that we get let's to see just freaking dig Go into for it. it. You first. Joe Rogan, Strange Times just came out last year. Mm-hmm. Freaking hilarious. The Dave Dave Chappelle series. There's three individual stand-up shows that Dave Chappelle did for Netflix. That, in my opinion, is the best work he's ever done. And I didn't think he was ever going to top his older stand-up because that's when he was not... Everyone thinks he was crazy. He wasn't crazy, but they're incredible. I mean, it's just... It's real-world stuff. He talks about him and all of his... You know, what happened to him after the Chappelle show, what caused all that, but he ties it in and tells incredibly funny stories the way he does it. And smokes like a frigging chimney during it. It's yeah, so does. funny. It's crazy. Yeah, he does. Bad. Crazy. Bad. And when did Dave Chappelle get jacked? He, I mean, dude is... I thought Crazy. he spent like four years in prison. No, he, he went to like I'm Africa kidding. for like four yeah, years or some shit. He he, big, he looks great. Well, let me ask you something. He's if you big. were worth hundreds of millions of dollars, what would you do all day long? Oh, I would buy my Detroit Red Wings a lottery pick in in, in the draft. That's what I would do. You, that's not enough. That's <laughs> you don't you don't have enough to beat out the red the Black Wing, Blackhawks. Um, I picked I picked the Netflix comedy specials for this. Back in when we were kids, you used to we had the comedians out there like the Steve Martins and the Robin Williams and George Carlin's and, and all these people. When did you ever get to see them? HBO. Raw and Delirious were about it. And right. nobody had we couldn't afford HBO. My my we didn't have cable where I lived. Right. There was a moment on Family Guy a couple years ago where one of the opening things was Peter making fun of all the people that get these Netflix comedy specials. Right. I love it because I get to see who I want now. I get to see the up-and-coming stuff. Nobody makes fun of Spotify when you can go hear any band or any musician you want. So why right. are we – some, of the, some oh, of the comedians I don't like. I've fun. watched some of the specials. Here's an inside trick for you. Spotify has stand-ups on it too. Oh, no, I know it does. Yeah, it's, it's, I know and, it, it does. and it's awesome. But you have to have – they have to have done the album. I mean, we're on Spotify, so right. I'm glad we're on Spotify, but that shows you how hard it is to get on Spotify. We're really nobodies at this point. We're going to rule the world one day. Bullshit. But we got T-shirts. Bam, bam, bitches. Check out the website or the, or the yeah. Facebook. We got Web- T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to see all these different comedians and not have to watch them on Comedy Central, even though they do do the uncensored stuff after a certain hour. I tried to watch an Anthony Desolate comedy uh, thing on on Comedy Central. Coming to Netflix a, later a, this a, month. A couple of a couple of months ago, he literally would go like, "Hey, you know what? Ha 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 ha! Hey, look here, appearing a puppy chow. It was ridiculous. How many commercials? It was even fun. Just wait till the Netflix. He's got a special coming out later this month. 23rd I think. Yeah, I wish I wish Netflix would get a hold of some of the old specials and get so get me some Robin Williams and some Carlin and stuff like that. Right. I know they do have some George Carlin on there but I, it was they a lot do. of stuff that was late in his career and yep. he was still funny but but there's a there's a 
a whole bunch to choose from. There's a ton of stand-ups on there if, if you look for it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I had to pick it because there's so many good ones. Another one, and he I just happened to see the billboard. He's coming to Ruth Eckert Hall. Ken Jong, the guy that played Chow in the yeah. Hangover. You complete me, Ho? <laughs> His wife's literal last, last name, name is Ho. And she's a doctor, too. And it's a running joke throughout the... Yeah. Go get me some dinner, Ho. Yeah. It, Do my laundry, Ho. It's it's just awesome. So, yeah, it was, it, yeah. Was, it was great. So, so was both great. of our number four were stand-ups. Wow. What what's the what are the chances of that? Great minds think alike. Great sir. mind thinks a lot. Thinks thinks. Great minds thinks with talks. Yeah. So I guess we'll come to number three. Yep, your turn. Stranger Things on Netflix. Mm, you know what? It's on my list to watch. I have not watched any of it yet. Save it for after Game of Thrones and wh- whatever. But <laughs> the the new season comes out in July, July Fourth weekend, I think. Um, Oh, so I got like six, it's, six months. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into it and spoil much for you, but it it's a very well done show. It's cool. It's like, again, all age groups watch it. Um, very I, good. I want to see it just because of the way that it's rooted in the 80s with all that stuff. A lot of cool I, stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's popular. Um, th- it's popular for a reason. About the only thing I can come up with that there's no reason to be popular is the Kardashians. Um, so it must be pretty good for as many people to like it as they as they do. So You'll see when you watch it. So that's my number three, Stranger number Things three. Number on three. Netflix. All right, my number three is kind of a tie. It's all the documentaries that you have access to on Netflix about whatever you want to watch. Um, so many different things. I've watched dozens of them with my wife. That kind of, was kind of our Sunday morning thing for a while. We get up, have a cup of coffee, watch a documentary. But one of them that I really, really like is a show called Documentary Now. And that is a show that Bill Hader and Jess, um, um, uh, Fred Armiston do. And they parody popular documentaries. And like they parody, there's a popular documentary out there about the Talking Heads. Uh, they they parody the one about the Eagles. They parody this one about uh, kind of they kind of parody uh, Euro Love Sushi. Um, it's very off the wall. It's very different. It's 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 like Portlandia style uh, stuff like that, which I kind of wanted to put into this kind of into the comedy category, but it wasn't stand up. Um, if you guys haven't watched Portlandia, it's 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 worth your time. It's different and it's weird, and some of them are really off the wall. I tried, I couldn't get into it's, it. It's it's weird. You have to appreciate it. But this documentary now, I think there's two seasons, and they have like twelve or fourteen different docs, and they're all so fun to watch just because they do it in the style of the documentary. But it's it's different. It's worth it. That that's my number three. Document was doc, the documentaries in the documentary now. Nice job, sir. All right, my number two, strong number two, the ranch. The Ranch. The Ranch is a show that comes out not like traditional seasons like TV shows do. They comes out in like small portions yep. because it is only a half a true half hour comedy. It, it's usually thirty minutes long. Again, no commercials, which is the best I was part say of it. Half hour comedy, so there's eighteen minutes. There's literally a half hour of show, and it comes out in groups of ten. So that they actually call them parts, like part one, part two. Um, kind of neat the way they do it, but you don't have to wait a super long amount of time for the, for the next part of the season to come out. Sam Elliott, I don't care what that guy's doing. He's amazing. He's my hero. He is incredible, and he is as Sam Elliott as you get in this series. Damn, that hurts, don't it? A dad rancher with two dumbass sons running a ranch with Ashton Kutcher and Billy Masterson, which hopefully, again, I won't get into it because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, it's a phenomenal show and it's hilarious. And Sam Elliott, I mean that 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 that's all I need to say. I've watched probably ten or twelve episodes of it. I thought it was acceptable. 
I, I, it's it didn't blow my doors off. I, I I thought it was, but but you know what? It was it was a fun watch. Yeah, it's, by by it's no better means. than probably sixty percent of the comedies on regular TV. One hundred percent. Yeah, but by no means am I saying this is the you know office level right. show. But I'll tell you what, when that season comes out or when when that part comes out, I binge all of them at once. I'll, I'll, I'll there's four hours of my day gone. You saying that right there was something that I wanted to touch on in our discussion. I got to stop the top five here for just a second. Oh, come on! I know I suck. I suck. I'm fired. That is my big downside to the streaming services. You wait for a show to come out, and you're like, fuck yeah, it's out. And then 10 hours, you're like, well, I guess I'll see new ones in a year. I'm okay with that. I'm okay I with really it. I really am. But it does kind of suck. Because you're like, bam, 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 bam. You're like, oh, what am I going to do now? We'll get to that with my number one. Gotcha. My number two is House of Cards. Yeah, it's uh, totally understandable. That was a badass show. Now, <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, but, but. I have not seen the last season yet because we've been either watching football or Game of Thrones. It's on our list. Um, uh, there's a couple of things that we have ahead of it on our, our thing, but I, it's, it's, it was an amazingly well done show. And the story and the acting in it are freaking phenomenal. Right. Every time I watch it, I hate my government just a little bit more. But uh, you know what? Whatever happened with Kevin Spacey, who knows, who doesn't know, the fact that he's gone kind of made it the last season. I maybe hope it's it's good. Um, I love uh, Robin Wright. She's fantastic in it. I hope it's really good. That show, uh, to, the, the suspense, was to me was a higher level than on Game of Thrones because it wasn't just a fantasy thing. It was straight up suspense. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen now? Right. Well done. Perfectly well done. Deserves all the credit it got. I couldn't get into it, but I understand and I respect its popularity. It's slow. It's massive. It's slow. But government too. Yeah. Which is slower than slow. But I've, you know, again, I I, I get it. I understand it. Right. Um, So that was your number two? That was my number two. It's a pretty solid number two. It's pretty solid. My number one is also a tie, but it falls under the same category. This isn't top seven for fighting. No, you, you'll, okay. under, you'll understand. It falls under the Marvel. Daredevil and the Punisher. So, <sighs> Should have known you were going to pick the Marvel stuff. It, it, for good reason. That first season of Daredevil was amazeballs. Yeah. It was awesome. It was re- And the second season of Daredevil was really the good. The second too. season was just... To me, Daredevil never got bad. Um some of the series got bad. It was slow, but, but it was good. Daredevil and season one and two of The Punisher, I I could binge the shit out of it. I didn't purposely. The first season of Daredevil I did. I, we went through that like a buzzsaw. But the first season of Punisher and second season, knowing that you are going to have a little bit of a wait, kind of broke it up a little bit. But once it was over, it was like, damn, you know, of course, and then what happened when they canceled all these shows – um, shouldn't have canceled all of them. Daredevil and Punisher should still be on. Well, that's um, I got insight on that. If you want, if you want to know it, oh, do tell. The insight on that is is that Netflix has a <clears throat> formula that they use. Uh, a lot of people said that this was because of Disney coming. That Disney didn't want to renew the rights, but Disney didn't have the option to not renew the rights. This was owned. This is, falls under the same vein of uh, the X Men movies with Fox and stuff like that. As long as they continue to produce it, right. they can't lose it. X Men or uh, Netflix has a formula. They want ten series. They want ten episodes in a season, and they don't want more than three seasons. Very few of the Netflix shows have gone more than three seasons, if you right. notice. And the ones that do typically fall off because they start turning the screws on the money and things like that. They knew that 
they knew that this was going to be as big as it was, and then they when they uh, they, they cross populated it. Iron Fist did not help them at all, but they did not like the fact that they had something that was this big that they could have. I don't know why. That's stupid to me. You should have been well, pumping what two of these seasons out a year for each show. Iron Fist but was a giant turd. Iron Fist was a massive turd. I liked all of the Marvel series. I sl- I, I trudged through Iron Fist because I wanted to get the Defenders because we felt we had to. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought they were all really good and really well done. With the except Iron Fist was the story was okay, but the the, the execution was blah blah blah. Right. I didn't put any of those in there simply because they're Marvel and we're going to watch Marvel. Right. Um, but but I see where you're coming from. I hope that these get brought back but I think that this content's you a keep, little bit too violent for Disney. You keep hearing hints that th- they're not done with these characters. Something's going to happen obviously especially with Daredevil and, and I hope I, the Punisher. I saw the other day that Netflix actually sold off the props from the show. They sold off the Daredevil mask. Good. Good, so, good. Then, then hopefully someone else so, will pick it up and, pick it up, and do something make with money. It. That's going to make money. Because a season of Daredevil with Punisher, that was badass. Would, it, no, if they would do a full season of it, yeah. it would be awesome. But that was my number one. However, wait, you have a number one too. You, you go ahead with yours because I have two, three honorable mentions real quick. What? Yeah, they it, didn't make the top five, it? but top top eighty six for fighting. No, the show's going to be nine hours long. Honorable mention. Oh, okay. Honorable mention. My number one's comedians and cars getting coffee. Heard about it, never watched it. A lot of people tell me they don't like it. Only I, because I don't think Seinfeld's that funny. I, I get it. I, I get it. A lot of people tell me they didn't like it. It's got two things in it. It's got awesome-ass cars, and it's got comedians. And 95% of the people he has on his show are people that I, I like or know of. Right. Um, it's not a comedy show. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interview show slash documentary. Right. But you get to see people... And these people that you kind of look up to, Dave Chappelle, um, you know, Amy Poehler, uh, Tina Fey, I think Jim Carrey was the very first one. He doesn't have garbage guests. Yeah, he's okay. got people. And and you know what? It's fun. They they get together. They go out and they go to. He takes them to breakfast. They go get a cup of coffee. They ride around in a car. They talk about stuff. It's if you like documentaries, you'll like this. If you like the fact that it's a little bit fun, you'll like it. But it's also a little bit. It's insightful into the people like. Um, you know, he he had Michael Richards on there, who of course everybody's famous. He's rich, famous now, not for being signed, not for being Kramer, but because he lost his cool on stage and and got he racist. Lost his shit. Yeah, he did. And you know what? I'm not saying what he did is justified, but I'm saying that he got angry and he lost his cool for a moment. And he said on this show, he said, "You know what? I I, I never should have done that. I was, it was a mistake. I'm not like that, but I was just so mad at the guy." And you know, but you get to see people being heartfelt. You should you should watch the one with Dave Chappelle. It yeah. was it was but it was a very cool concept. And you know what? It was a neat thing to watch for 20 25 minutes. Yeah, that's I mean, not to get a, totally off on another tangent, but Michael Richards does it. He's a racist. Rappers do it every day and that's art. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know. It it is what it, it is. I, it it is what it is. I I thought Michael Richards was great on that show. He was great on Comedians with Coffee. I thought I liked his show after Seinfeld. You know, a lot of people don't like Seinfeld because his humor is different. His humor is a little bit offbeat. He's right. a clean comedian. You know, he doesn't swear a lot. But the guy's smart. You know, the guy's smart. He 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 asks good questions. He has great conversation. It takes a little bit to get into, but I right. found myself constantly wanting more, which to me makes a good show. If I watch one and go, well, you know what, it's 11.45. i got to get up in 20 minutes, but hey, let's watch another one. Right. Yeah, it's, well, you know what, I might check it out. Um, I don't have honorable mentions, really. I just have three that... <laughs> 
<laughs> you should probably watch. Okay. One being that it's just it's recent, but there's two seasons, and it's all of the guys that we like from how did this get or why did this get made or how did this get made. Anything with Jason Manzukis in it, love him, is gold, and it's a cartoon, and it's called Big Mouth. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, well, okay, there you go. And I can't believe I didn't and, have that in my top five. See, and you can see why I had to mention it. I can't believe I didn't have that in my top five. Him and John John Mulaney. If you've never watched John Mulaney stand up, you need to go right now. Speaking of which, on Netflix. Oh, hello. Have you watched the, Mulaney and um, Nick Kroll's Broadway play? Oh, hello. No. Go because of do Broadway it now. Okay. No, it's it's a com- it's a comedy show. Okay. It's hysterical. Uh, the other one was kind of a res- and this is to goes against Get your some cocaine against your. Uh, formula that Netflix goes by, they resurrect shows too. Yes, and, they do. And Longmire was on A and E. Yeah, it was, and it was canceled. Yeah, before it, they Not were really the, the show was able to f- yeah. to to finish it. Netflix, Netflix brings it. Netflix, Netflix. That's the Japanese version. Netflix. Dude, now you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it out and they do. I think two more seasons and they wrap the show up. In a great way. It's one of the few shows that when it, it, the series ends, you're like, okay, that was awesome. They did that. Yeah, Hulu did that with the Mindy Project. And um, a, another one just that I haven't seen that I can't wait that just came out today, Black Summer. It's a zombie show. Oh, But yes. it looks intense, and it looks yeah. like everything The Walking Dead used to be. you got to let me know how that is. I'm um, not sure if that's a movie show I can watch. That is on the list for this weekend, but that's all I got. I, just, I had to bring those three up because, you I know, like it. reasons. I like it. No, those are good. You know what? You told me to watch the trailer for uh, Black Summer, and I watched it, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, ooh. Crawling through the vents. First of all, who's going to jump in the AC vents in a zombie apartment? No, thanks. Nobody. Hey, if there's anything in there worth having, too bad. I missed it. Yeah, sorry. It's all yours, buddy. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't take that path. Yeah, I think um, I think that's that's good. I like what we did. I like what we talked about. I think uh, hopefully that all this stuff is going to come and be going to be better for the consumer, and it's yep. not just going to be a total bunch of poop. Um, I agree. Any last thoughts? Yeah, let's get the hell out of here so I can watch Toronto beat the shit out of Boston. Toronto and Boston tonight, guys. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Boston takes that shit. Um, yes, I do hope Tampa does well for my friends. I'm I've caught so much shit. About not wanting to root for Tampa, but I it's have okay. reasons. You can root for who you want to root for. You, know, you don't reasons. hurt my feelings. No, no big deal. Guys, I'm going to throw our plugs out there. Uh, Facebook, Top 5 for Fighting. We got a Twitter, Top 5 for Fighting. Uh, I think we're on Instagram, Top 5 for Fighting. Uh, our website is going to go live this week. We're going to have some new content each week, some blogs, some stuff, uh, some Facebook posts, uh, all kind of different stuff we can go out there. Uh, we're going to have stuff on the website you can look at, stuff you can get links for. Um, Tell your friends about us. Put us. Put, share our posts. Share our posts so that your friends can share it with their friends and get us get us out there. This um, is where we totally whore ourselves out. It is. It is where we totally whore ourselves out. But listen, when you're this good, you got to make it known to the public. People deserve to hear this. They, they do. They do. So I think that uh, having said that, um, go lightning. Uh, go flames. Go the, flames. The team that I adopted. Wouldn't this it be awesome season? if it was a lightning and the flames in the Stanley Cup again? Yeah, and if the Flames beat the Lightning in the um, finals, I may end up dead in a ditch somewhere. Nah, no, nah, I got a place you can sleep. <laughs> Thanks, because I will have to go in hiding if that happens. As always, sir, I enjoyed it. And um, all of you out there in TV land, as long as you keep listening, we'll keep talking. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. I've you the same, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over? Did you say Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is! Run! Go! Get to the chopper!